What happens when your favorite Harry Potter characters get put in slightly more adult situations? The answer is Potterotica. Yep, that's erotic Harry Potter fanfiction. Chances are you've never heard of this, and neither had we. So naturally, we wanted to make a podcast about it. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And I'm Allie Lefevre, and this is the Potterotica Podcast. Where we read erotic Harry Potter fanfic one chapter each episode. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, and strong language. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, Potterotica fans. In the Chicago and nearby area, have we got some news for you? Anyone want to jump in? You know how you like listening to us, but you wonder, what do those three look like in person? Yeah. Well, <laughs> we look like we sound. Nasally, awkward, and super sexy. We can promise the event goes a lot better than this event promo. What we're saying is, come see us live. At the Chicago Podcast Festival, we are excited that we are one of the headlining acts. And we have a show on Thursday, October 5th at Mm -hmm. 7 p.m. at... uh, The Chicago Theater Works. Chicago Theater Works. On Belmont. Yes. And we would love to see you. Yeah, come see us. It's we've only had one other live event. It was, it was yeah, it was out. fantastic. We read a new story. We do it live. We have games. We have photo booths. We have excitements. We have audience participation. We've got Danny, Allie, Lindsay. We've got erotic Harry Potter stories. That's about it. <laughs> we've got lots. I of heard stuff. Julia Stiles is going to be there. Oh, from I- the nineties. <laughs> We're going to have lots of nineties treats. Actually, you should bring us nineties treats. This promo has turned <laughs> into a request. So the actual ask is that if you want to come join us, go to the chicagopodcastfestival.org. If you click on podcast and uh, go down to Potterotica, you can buy tickets from there. There's a link to buy ticks. Or you can check out uh, the link on our Facebook page, uh, either the Potterotica podcast or our private group, The Potterotics. We'll have a link in both places. And it's selling out quick. So yeah. Get it while the getting's good. We'd and love to meet you. We'd love to see you. And yeah. Yeah. Yay. Can't wait. Da na now. Oh, Draco, Draco. His loneliness was killing him. And he, he flew to Potter's on a whim. He saw the handkerchief as a sign. It blew his mind. Kiss him, Draco, one more time. Bow, 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 bow. Oh, Draco, Draco. <laughs> Come on, kiss him again. Kiss him again. Do it. Okay, we got lip to lip action. Ooh, lip. Th- those lips were smacking. Mm. And we have a distraught Draco back he's, at his place. He's really escalated this out of control as though he were a 13-year-old girl. Like right? he's like, great, and then now I'm going to get arrested. I'm going to get arrested, and now I have to check out my business, and now I'm going <laughs> to lose all my friends and my pride like, and my... <laughs> Draco, you, you know there are consequences from sex, but that is not one of them. Draco, <laughs> chill. Going right to jail. I'm well. Sometimes we're going right to Azkaban <laughs> for the lamest. <laughs> for like, <laughs> he, he's calling I, it like a, like an assault. I know, but <laughs> I think Harry kissed him back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good to be cautious. <laughs> Always be cautious. 
Um, but I feel like he doesn't, he's like not sure that Harry's into it. Guys, we just jumped right into the pensive because we've, I'm sure like you are so excited that there was kissing and action and he put it, and and he put it all together. Yeah. And wait, wait. And as Drago was frantically fluing out of Potter's, Potter screamed his name. He's like, Malfoy, wait. Well, he wasn't sure if he heard it. Remember? Oh yeah. How loud did he do it? Malfoy. (laughs) (laughs) You were like, and he wasn't sure if he heard Harry say, Malfoy. (laughs) We have very sensitive mics. Yeah. So let's just go ahead and ask for what do you guys predict is going to happen in this penultimate episode? Mm. I think penis ultimate. Penultimate. Yeah. I think that Harry. I think we're going to have a moment where Harry's reflecting on everything. I think we're first going to get Harry's perspective, how he felt, what he thought, his confusion around Draco flewing into his place, and then I think we're going to have a little bit of cat and mouse. Mm-hmm. And I loved all the learning. Like he said, he's going to get Pansy or Mindy to teach his class. I hope we don't have to sit through like a lesson. Harry showing up to class and being like, I wonder if Draco's there. And then he's not. And then Harry has to wonder, like, should I flew over there? Yeah. I think we might get that. I don't think it'll be long and dragged out. And I think Harry will flew over to Draco's. That's the next move. Okay. I think that Jason <laughs> was actually in Harry's room. Who? <laughs> He was slughorning the bed. Jason, Jason is the handkerchief. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Ew. That's what we call slughorn when he turns into a handkerchief. Jason. Jason. <laughs> this is getting so complicated. We have to do like a dive. Slughorn, Rughorn, and Jason. Mughorn. Mug, <laughs> oh, we had a lot of good – we didn't even talk about that. It's all the – very like when he turns things. into a coffee cup, he's mug horn. Mughorn and it's a hug horn when you want to embrace a friend. Yeah. You didn't see that? It was on oh. the Potterotics. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Go back through the archives. Oh, my God. It was so funny. <sighs> and thank you to whoever started that. Oh, it was hilarious. I love it. Okay. So we so, made our predictions. They're yeah. all right, probably. Uh-huh. And I don't think we have anything else to say, except if you live in Chicago or the surrounding area, we're having a li- another live event oh, yeah. in yes. October 5th, 5th, 7 o'clock. And we're like, we think we found a story that's going to top the last one. And for those of you who weren't there, our sort of thing is to get as crazy as of a story as possible for our live events. So, um, and we're pulling out some new tricks for yeah. this event. So, if you came so, to the last one, you should come to this one. It's, it's gonna be bigger. It's better. It's the Chicago Podcast Festival. Yeah. It's gonna be so for tickets. Great. Go to chicagopodcastfestival.com. Yes. Click on Potterotica. Buy three hundred tickets, and uh-huh. we'll see you in all two hundred ninety nine of your friends there. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. Good job, Plughorn. Thanks. <laughs> I'm just plugging the plug. You're such a yeah. Plughorn today. Okay. okay. Harry waited three minutes and then he silently ascended the stairs and turned the door handle. I'm just, he's like, already, sorry. It swung open without a sound and he smirked at the knowledge that sometimes a Slytherin's need to be stealthy worked to his advantage. No Slytherin or former Slytherin that Harry knew would ever let a door hinge squeal. What? Because this, he was such a good Slytherin that when he opened the door, yeah, he wanted to be silent. Ah. You know when you go to when you go to a Hufflepuff's house, it just makes like a clown <laughs> honk. <laughs> yeah, but a Slytherin's very quiet. Hufflepuff's like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> Malfoy was stood at the sideboard that held the liquor and also the tea, which Malfoy was currently preparing by stuffing leaves into a metal ball. A steaming mug, a steaming mug horn rested near his hand. Harry waited until Malfoy dropped the tea ball into the mug. His blonde head was bent and he looked tired. Harry could relate. 
He dropped the invisibility cloak and slammed the door shut, drawing Malfoy's attention and also his wand. Harry ignored the potential threat and stalked forward. So did you guys both know that off the bat he was going to his house? No. Then no. why were you guys explaining that like well, that? I, I was mean, confused. There's only two characters plus Jason here. So. I know, but it's like he went up the stairs. I thought of, he was leaving his house. That's what I thought Oh, was no. I just assumed that we would have a perspective of Harry because mm. we just had a whole Draco scenario. We need to have a chat about that curious incident that happened last night. Why did you kiss me? And why did you leave and then put yourself on lockdown? Was that display meant to drive me mental? If so, it succeeded. Thank you very much. As Harry shouted, he continued to advance on Malfoy until the tip of his wand seized up against his chest. So this is just like, we're going for it. We're just doing it. We're not even going back to class first. This is just the next day, I guess. For once, Malfoy seemed to have nothing to say. His gray eyes were wide and unblinking, and Harry felt a surge of satisfaction that he'd at least got even from the mind-numbing shock Malfoy had induced in him the night before. He'd been so astonished at Malfoy kissing him that by the time he'd recovered his ability to think straight, Malfoy had been down the stairs and gone. Harry had tried reaching him by flu and owl for nearly an hour before giving up. Hey. That's so cute. Hey, Hey, you up? (laughs) I like feel so bad for your sex. Danny's seizing again. Did I choke to better this week? No? Okay. Keep going. But just try it forever. You should try to bring it in every... Hey. We're closed, Malfoy said, although his expression didn't change. The statement was so unexpected that it startled a laugh from Harry. Merlin, you're maddening. With that, he reached out and dragged Malfoy into a kiss. (gasps) Guys. Kiss numero dos. He'd been too astounded to appreciate it the night before, although he'd had a pleasant enough time revisiting it over and over during his hapless attempt at trying to sleep afterwards. So wait, are they at his residence? Seems or are they like at it. his the cocktography school. Yeah. I think at the neither, the magazine. At the magazine right now. I think so. If he's okay. like saying we're closed we're and he's closed. making tea. Remember he always does that at yeah, the yeah. office? Okay. Yes. Mm, yes. Mm. Mindy, get out of here. <laughs> Malfoy's lips were pliant and soft and just as unmoving as Harry's had been during the prior kiss. Harry pulled away and met his eyes again. Why did you kiss me last night? For reply, Malfoy reached his free arm around Harry's neck and pulled him into yet another brilliant snog. This time, there was no hesitation from either of them. Their lips met, parted, and turned into a near battle of epic proportion, with neither of them stopping until the rattle of glass startled Harry. He had walked Malfoy back into the sideboard. Because a battle, it's like the tongue war of seasons past. (laughs) I'm (laughs) perfect. You spilled my tea, Malfoy said breathlessly against Harry's mouth. Do you guys know that phrase? Like, like about let's gossip? Let's spill the tea? Yeah. Yeah. All tea, no shade? I don't I know. know. That's like, okay, let's spill the tea. Like, what happened? Oh, okay. I like that. So they are spilling all sorts of tea. Mm-hmm. You'll spill my tea, Malfoy said breathlessly against Harry's mouth. I'll spill more than that, you gorgeous prat, Harry said. Are you here to punish me? Because if this is how you intend to go about it, then I'm willing to submit, Draco replied. <sighs> Because they like so be the SME. What happened? We missed some stuff. I feel like we just skipped right into the action. There was it's been so pent up, and I, I know, but we didn't even hear. I, I love it. I'm into it. We're finding out they're in the presence of each other. Wow. The words "submit" thrummed through Harry's ears, opening up an entirely new world of fantasies. His fingers tightened in Malfoy's shirt, a soft cashmere knit thing that felt brilliant, even though Harry would like nothing more than to drag it over his head and bare his flesh to Harry's exploring hands and lips. Yes, I'm here to punish you for driving me insane. I've wanted you since the first night you walked in here looking like, well, looking like you do. And then later I find that you've grown into an actual interesting human being instead of a sodding, obnoxious cretin, but only made it worse. I think like, you know, when when Voldemort is killing everybody and it's super stressful, 
you just like lose your mind and you they pick sides and yeah. be so tense. Mm. But in another world, like they're just two wizards looking for love. And like, why don't they just make out? Yeah. Two wizards just looking for a nut. Looking for a nut. A pale brow lifted. Really? Harry gave him a shake. Of course, really. Now tell me why you kissed me last night. He's I being love, such a girl. I love the way you deliver that. Now tell me why you kissed me last night. <laughs> well, it's like, Harry, stop talking. Just keep making up. Yeah. Tell me why. Because yeah, I want to, about. obviously. Yeah, he's going to be a buzzkill on this Ugh. whole scene right now. Like what us. do you want from this? <laughs> I flew over because I've been fantasizing about you for bloody days. And I had some mad notion that if I went to see you, I would remember what a sodding, annoying prat you are. And then you went and invited me into your bedroom. Thank you for that, by the way, since it caused me to lose what little control I had left. Harry silenced him with another hard kiss, overwhelmed with the excellence of Malfoy's confession. The room went quiet then, with only the muted gasping sounds of their snogging breaking the stillness. Finally, Harry forced himself to pull away, afraid that he might come in his pants like a green teenager. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. His his hands had roamed over every part of Malfoy they could reach, and his fingers itched to slide beneath clothing and touch bare skin. He wasn't certain how far Malfoy's interests went. He might have changed his mind in the previous quarter hour or so, though he supposed it was a slim chance judging by Malfoy's current rumpled state. Malfoy tipped his head back and looked at Harry through gray eyes that looked somewhat dazed, although his smile held the definite shadow of his old cocky smirk. Potter? Harry found a grin pulling up his lips. Yeah? Why are you stopping? Draco (gasps) said. (sighs) Although he'd stopped kissing Malfoy, Harry hadn't stopped touching him, and he squeezed the taut muscles just above Malfoy's pelvic bone, dreaming of how they would feel with Malfoy stretched out beneath him, or above him, he didn't much care which. I don't want our first time to be leaning against a liquor cabinet with your tea and fancy bottles of whiskey at risk. Oh, he's such a gentleman. Uh, Thoughtful. First time. I like the sound of that. Do you mean something like a bed? If only there was a bed. If only. Is there a four-post bed in here? A four-poster bed that's about to get used. (laughs) Poor Allie's husband. He's just like heard Allie sing those four lines in the shower for two weeks now. Any chance she's got, she's like, this was my shot at American Idol. (laughs) Harry nodded so agreeably that he thought his neck might snap. Yes, absolutely, a bed, and also without the possibility of random friends and strangers walking in on us. I wonder, you know, Draco's first reaction was like, oh my God, people are going to find out. I wonder if Harry cares as well, or... He doesn't seem to care as much. No, Maybe he seems pretty he, chill. he has such a, I don't know, like a reputation, uh, you know, the boy who lives, that he doesn't care what anyone thinks of him. So he's a little cocky. Yeah. The boy who does whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> the boy's about to get to man. <laughs> Malfoy pursed his lips and glanced at the door. He reached behind him. Both wands had ended up on the sideboard and picked up his wand to cast a series of locking charms on the door. That won't hold Pansy, but it should work for everyone else. (laughs) What is she, the Hulk? (laughs) Harry lifted a bemused brow. I hope that means you plan to apparate us out of here. No need. With that, Malfoy pushed away from the sideboard and his overly strong, cooling cup of forgotten tea. He walked across the room to the curtained-off corner. You called it, Danny. Harry had assumed it would be full of stored items, possibly boxes and papers and the sort of things that lived in Harry's attic. His surprise was all the greater for that assumption when Malfoy yanked the curtain aside and then gave him a beautiful smirk. I hope Pansy doesn't come blasting through the door. She better not. Draco. (laughs) Also, it's like the big reveal, like instead of the um, vanishing cabinet, it's like the bed. The bed. bed. (laughs) A bed? You have a bed in your photography studio? Harry's words grew sharper towards the end as he was assailed with images of Malfoy in bed with other people. (gasps) 
A sharp smack on his arm drew his attention to Malfoy, who glared at him. It's four boudoir photos, you arse. Pansy says they're all the rage. We're about to find out. The ice in Harry's veins thawed as quickly as it had formed. Boudoir photos. He took a deep breath and forced a smile, trying to come to grips with the fact that for a moment he'd been ragingly jealous. I see. How many of those have you taken? He asked. Not a single one, said Draco. In fact, other than Pansy, I don't believe this bed has seen any use at all. Oh, he's trying to like comfort, like oh, reassure him. Know. Like this, you're not just. But Pansy's like, used just it about people. 95 times. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally a with, huge sticky trap. Uh, oh God! Semen. Don't bring people, a blacklight in here. I bet Pansy used it with Dean Thomas after catching a glimpse of his Ooh, monster oh, wing. Yeah. She knows she chases down all those yeah. return address labels. Yeah. With that, he crawled into the bed. Went <laughs> 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 <But>, like. <laughs> I think it was my elbow knuckle. Oh, I thought that was a Dean Thomas impression. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite. With that, he crawled into it, towing off his fancy shoes as he went. Harry's libido perked up, and then a thought occurred to him. Pansy? Malfoy snorted. Fear not, she's only been in it for a moment. As far as I know, she hasn't broken it in properly. And believe me, I would much prefer to remain in ignorance than learn otherwise. With that, Malfoy rolled onto his back and sprawled out, looking at Harry like a delectable invitation. To enhance the image, Malfoy held out a beckoning hand. Harry hesitated, remembering that they were in Malfoy's photography studio. He glanced around for cameras and then recalled that he had come here with the intent to confront Malfoy. He hadn't been lured here. At least he hoped not. If it had been an elaborate trap, he'd fallen straight into it. Then again, Malfoy hadn't been all that successful in his previous attempts at plotting. He was rather shite at it. Wait, so he thinks he that thinks the that trap like, is like Malfoy pretended he was gay, flew to his place, uh-huh. made out with him only to just to l- get him lure on him tape back. having sex with him. <laughs> it's not a great plan. That sounds like a horrible plan. Revenge. This is why relationships need to be built on trust. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because you never know when someone's going to pull the wool over your eyes. They're going to have sex and then they're going to fall in love and have get married. You know, adopt two children and then like, holy shit. He's going to be like, "Gotcha, Potter, you bitch!" And then fly out. Long con. <laughs> Throwing caution to the wind, Harry walked forward, took Malfoy's hand, and slid onto the bed. If it was blackmail Malfoy planned, oh, that makes more sense, though, that he would have a tape of him. Not that he would share it with people, that he would just have it and say, you yeah, know, you black know what blackmail is. But he'd be, <laughs> can, you, can you explain in detail what blackmail is? But that he would be blackmailing himself in the process. No, because he's not, he thinks Harry wouldn't want to be seen having sex with him or that the world doesn't know Harry's gay or something. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, that's all I can come up with. <laughs> Carmen San Diego over here. <laughs> Nancy Drew. If it was blackmail Malfoy wanted, then Harry would make it worth his while. Harry crawled over him in what he hoped was a predatory fashion and then hovered over him, arms stiff and glasses nearly slipping off his face. You know the scene in Dirty Dancing where she's learning how to crawl Uh sexy on the floor? That was what he did, but it was bad. I just can't believe that after everything that has been created magically in the wizarding world that like some sort of LASIK hasn't. Or is it just that now glasses are in, so now Harry's still wearing them? (laughs) Yeah. Warby Potter. (laughs) Malfoy smiled, and it was such a charming and utterly disarming sight that Harry felt his heart skip a few beats. It seemed like the sun had peered out from between perpetually raining clouds, and it lit up the entire room. I've never seen you smile like that, Harry commented, not even bothering to hide his enchantment. I keep it locked away, only to use on special occasions, said Draco. When was the last special occasion, Harry asked, and then nearly kicked himself for the question when Malfoy's sunny expression faltered. Harry is not smooth at all. When was the last time you weren't sad? (laughs) That's his way of saying, (laughs) how many people have you slept with? How many times have you smiled like that? Far too long ago, Draco said, and it wasn't that special. 
Harry wanted that smile back, and he wanted to keep it there for a very long time. God, so soft so and tender. tender. <laughs> he wanted it with an intensity that surprised him. Well, then, we'll have to try and make this extra special to make up for that, yeah? He grinned, but softly, so that Malfoy might know he meant the words. To his delight, the smile returned, just a flash of brilliant teeth, but it was enough. I approve, said Draco, and then Malfoy flung his hands back over his head, sprawling as though he'd just fallen. His voice, <laughs> is that supposed to be ricocheted? No, it's ratcheted. That's how that's used? Yeah, his voice ratcheted into a single, like it like it went up a notch. Oh. His voice ratcheted into the falsetto range. Oh, Harry Potter, take me, take me like the slayer of darkness and the defender of righteousness <laughs> that you are. Harry wanted to be affronted. He felt the old familiar surge of annoyance begin to rise, but the ludicrousness of the words spilling from Malfoy's perfect lips sounded so ridiculous that amusement won. He chuckled and it turned into a real laugh when Malfoy's eyes crinkled with merriment. Now they like love each other, you guys. <laughs> Merlin, you're a complete arse. Harry sat back until his weight rested on his legs and then he dug his fingers into Malfoy's sides and began to tickle. <laughs> are these two right now like is this gonna turn out that there's something they're like not amortentia is there like a spell that makes them just like giddy and drunk and i, I think guess like molly pot, like pot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they both like ecstasy i mean they must have this is so not harry and draco right now like now they're having a tickle fight. tickle war <laughs> i honestly think it's just the the pure euphoria of not being hunted by the dark lord anymore and finally being That's able true. to give in to their impulses for each other yeah Post-war mirth. When you have that moment when you were just with somebody that you're so comfortable with and probably all that like pent up anger. You have all this shared experiences. Post-war yeah. tickle fest ensues. <laughs> Allie is just like live annotating these episodes now to save us five minutes of the She's Rita Skeetering over there. <laughs> My quick quotes, there's, Quill. There's just the quick quotes, yeah. I'm trying out a new method of defeating evil wizards. What do you think so far? Said Harry. To his delight, Malfoy grabbed his wrists in both hands and squirmed away with a yelp. He was ticklish. <laughs> Help me, Malfoy cried with a silly accent so that it sounded like a, a Southern American falsetto. Help me! Help me! Help me! The savior has gone mad. He's torturing little old innocent me. What shall I do? <laughs> Harry nearly dissolved into laughter, but he kept tickling and managed to maneuver himself between Malfoy's legs, which suddenly whipped up and wrapped around his neck. <laughs> so <Yeah>. he's got <laughs> his back. This is not the WWE. It was like... Oh. Lindsay has literally no idea how gay sex works. <laughs> okay. Wait, what's the move? Like a, they like put a, on... Like a sleeper, sleeper hold. Yeah. yeah. I pictured. I don't know. I wasn't thinking... I just thought they were still wrestling. They are still wrestling. Um, <laughs> oh, Harry, I just put you in a chuckle. Oh, wrestling. Uh, which suddenly whipped up and wrapped around his back. A swift twist later, and Harry was the one flat on his back with a smirking Malfoy sitting astride him. The tables are turned, Malfoy said in a terrible French accent. <laughs> How many accents? <laughs> How many accents does Malfoy have? <laughs> <laughs> this what? is definitely you guys, This is like, would be my worst nightmare if this was my sex persona. Oh my <laughs> like, I get turned on and use all these different accents. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. I'm so uncomfortable. Mm. I feel like I'm watching a one-man <laughs> show. It's like a Taylor Maybe Swift. Maybe it's a fever dream. Uh, I feel like if Taylor Swift has set, like when Taylor Swift has, has sex, she like goes to all like through all and these she's like, so Here's, many accents. Oh, for sure. <sighs> the tables have danced. Malfoy said in a terrible French accent. His hand pressed both of Harry's wrists onto the bed, and his mouth seemed set in a permanent amused smile, of which Harry highly approved. 
Oh no, how shall I escape this dreaded fate? Harry asked tonelessly. <laughs> you shan't, Malfoy said and kissed him. I think it's adorable. <laughs> Danny is not even laughing. I He's know. so... <laughs> Guys, I mean, there's nothing really wrong there, with using Danny, accents in the bedroom. Is there something about gay sex we don't understand that... Are accents like a part of it? Is that the, definitely a part. Oh. Of it. Is that the only? That's the only thing you guys. Oh, I wish like I was the only gay. Way you talk it's to each just other is like heterosex, except, except it just, also has a lot of accents. It's oh, just wow. like working on your actor reel. Just <laughs> <laughs> Harry, it's time to practice. <laughs> Bonjour. Harry braced his legs and lifted his hips until his erection pressed against Malfoy's, earning a delicious groan that rumbled over their lips. Malfoy pulled away and looked down at him again as Harry relaxed back onto the bed. Malfoy let go of his wrists and Harry reached up to press his hands against Malfoy's chest, then slid them down over his taut abs to the place where the fabric bunched as it crossed over the waistband of Malfoy's trousers. The cashmere was kitten soft. I love this shirt. Take it off. So bossy. <laughs> Malfoy tisked. First things first. His fingers moved to the buttons of Harry's shirt. He had spent a ridiculous amount of time dressing earlier, selecting and discarding clothing until they littered his room like fallen leaves. And then he had gone to a local shop and purchased a new hunter green shirt with pale green stripes and some new trousers and oh, new pants. What's oh. the occasion? <laughs> I'm going to bone my former enemy, eternal lover. <laughs> I'm going to so bone I'm, my nemesis. So I've bought two pairs of pants. I want to buy the nicest clothes he wants to rip off. <laughs> Great trousers, Malfoy. Ooh, underneath, great pants. pants. <laughs> I've wanted to see this again since your tempting tease last night, Draco said, as more and more of Harry's torso was revealed. Malfoy sat back until Harry felt like he was on display. To his surprise, it wasn't a bad feeling at all, especially when Malfoy left off unbuttoning and let his gentle... Sorry. <laughs> That's, not... That's like the owl. The owl stretched out his long leg. <laughs> the word gentle's not there. There's nothing even close to gentle. <laughs> Malfoy left off, unbuttoning, and let his hands glide over Harry's exposed skin, slowly and almost reverently. Harry hadn't known what to expect. His late-night fantasies had consisted of little more than blowjobs and orgasms. Malfoy was taking it to a different level, mingling laughter and teasing with moments of heart-stopping intensity. And tickling. (laughs) And tickle-fest. Harry thought he might have opened himself up to more than he expected. It was terrifying and yet hopeful. When Malfoy bent down to take one of Harry's nipples into his mouth, he decided to stop philosophizing and just feel, because feeling was very, very good. Draco lifted his head and observed Potter's half-lidded eyes and wet lips still curved into a smile. Bloody hell, Draco had nearly forgotten how much he loved sex. He loved kissing and touching, the taste of a lover's body, and the scent of sweat and hot breath. He couldn't quite believe how much fun Potter was turning out to be. The tickling had been a delightful surprise. Stanton had never teased. Sex had been serious business. And Draco had never felt open enough to reveal even a hint of his more playful side. I cannot picture Draco tickling. Of all the things I can picture Draco doing, tickling and is the you last have pictured him quite a bit. I have. With all my... All your late the night reads. The softer side of Draco likes Aww. the tickle boys in bed. <laughs> that one wasn't great. No, no I, think it was okay. I liked it. I, I liked really it. loved it. He shook off hey, thoughts of shoulder squeeze. Thank you. <laughs> he shook. Why do you guys have a new thing? What, what's she just started it. <laughs> you guys did a thing earlier too. We fist bumped. Yeah, we like to fist. You guys bump. have secret handshakes now. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a thing you guys have done before. <laughs> I mean, we weren't tickling each other when you. Came over earlier. Uh, <laughs> that you know of. Hashtag Lindsay's the new pansy. <laughs> Trending. Hashtag Lindsay's the new Ron. Yeah. Ooh. Best runs for life. <laughs> I'm honored to be Ron. Thank you very much. <laughs> 
He shook off thoughts of Stanton with a startled knowledge that for the first time in months, he felt nothing but a vague sense of annoyance with the bastard and his former relationship fiasco. Potter really was a miracle worker. Draco kissed a path down Potter's breastbone and dipped into the groove between his abdominal muscles, following the dark trail of hair that led to the Holy Grail. He lifted his head enough to meet Potter's eyes and then placed one hand flat on Potter's erection. Potter's gaze was riveted on Draco's. The flutter of his lashes and hitch of his breath was a heady rush. What do we have under here? <laughs> Draco asked and gave it a squeeze. Oh no, my sorcerer's stones. <laughs> Potter groaned. Draco took his hand away, but only to move it as far as the snap fasteners on Potter's trousers. Draco was unwillingly impressed by Potter's wardrobe. No muggle jeans today. He'd gone contemporary wizard with fashionable trousers, gorgeous striped shirt, and matching argyle socks, just visible beneath the cuffed hem of his trousers. You think he has like skinny jeans on? Well, contemporary wizard. What is that? (laughs) What's contemporary wizard? What do you think that style is? He said fashionable trousers. Mm. Draco opened Potter's trousers and yanked them back enough to expose the tantalizing bulge hidden beneath tight cotton pants. Draco stared at the sight, his mind flashing back to the cock photo he'd received days ago. He wished he could photograph Potter now for comparison, but the bulge looked very familiar and delightful. Is anything wrong? Potter asked, levering himself up onto his elbows. Draco smiled and gave a wink. I'm willing to accept the possibility that you might have a work of art under there, Potter. Potter snorted. I'm glad someone thinks so. Oh, guys, <gasps> Draco's... Uh, Potter... Harry still doesn't know he's the cock critique, right? Yes, yes. Oh, this... It might All is not out. Oh, at least someone thinks so. He is him. Okay. Let's unwrap it and see, shall we? With that, Draco lifted the edge of the black-flecked green pants and pulled them gently back to reveal Potter's exceptional cock. Pansy had been right. It was perfect. Thick and heavy and peeping through a thin foreskin that covered all but the tip like cellophane, seeming to beg Draco to slide it back and take a taste. So he did, flicking his tongue over the reddened tip and catching just a hint of pre-cum. The chosen cum. (laughs) He is the chosen cum. Oh, God, Potter said hoarsely. His entire body seemed to clench, and Draco was seized with an almost predatory sense of anticipation. If Potter was this responsive after a single lick, Draco could hardly wait to spend the next hour driving him to heights of passioned madness. He had to count backwards from ten to talk himself back from an orgasmic plateau at the mere thought of it. Another skill he must have learned in therapy. Wow. <laughs> Trolls. Picture them to look like... A, Count backwards yep. from 10. He's really... I mean, I'm just really impressed that he's just putting into practice all of his yeah. therapeutic tricks and... Wow. You need to be naked right now, Draco said, and turned to yank off Potter's shoes, first one, then the other. Lift, he ordered, and Potter helped as he wrestled the trousers over Potter's hips, and then Draco gripped the hems and hauled them off of Potter's long legs before flinging them somewhere on the floor. It was a terrible way to treat fine clothing, but Draco was far too gone to care. Myrtle's like in the sink, like, ah! Ah! (laughs) Potter's pants were next, catching on one ankle as he tried to kick them away, but Draco didn't wait for them to join the trousers. Are we assuming pants mean underpants? Why are there trousers and pants? And no one has said anything. Pants must mean underpants. Like boxers, like briefs or something like that. So is Cheryl Dyson from the UK? I think she must be. Because she's saying arse, like some words that are, yeah. Although she could just be writing... You know, the way. Because trousers are already off. Anyway, he pounced on Potter. Tackles- Unless, wait. <laughs> if he's wearing two pairs of pants. He has two pairs of pants on. That means he's hung like such a horse he has to like contain he's it. He's double up. Maybe the pants are, are long johns. Maybe they're Spanx. 
<laughs> Keep that girlish Maybe figure. I couldn't decide what pants to wear and just wore them both. Seems like a very hairy mm-hmm. thing. He pounced on Potter, tackling him back onto the bed and kissing him breathless. One of Potter's arms was trapped as he'd been in the process of struggling out of the shirt. But when Draco was finished kissing him, he didn't seem to have the energy to worry about finishing the job. Draco decided he rather liked him looking thoroughly unprepared, wearing nothing but socks and a half shirt. Merlin, you kiss like the very devil, Potter said as his free hand trailed over Draco's back. They're like slinging out some really good lines to each other, I think. How many devils have you kissed? Draco said, no, don't tell me. I don't want them to add that to your extensive resume. Harry Potter, Boy Who Lives, Chosen One, Dark Lord Slayer, and Devil Snogger. They'll (laughs) want to print t-shirts and that would annoy me every time I went to Diagon Alley and saw some geriatric wearing one and touting your prowess. Besides, the print is already so small as to be barely legible. Potter laughed and Draco had already found that he quite liked making Potter laugh. It was even better than making him do that scally thing while pinching his lip together, although that was nice too. Are you required to balance your moments of loveliness with periods of utter prattishness? Harry asked. I don't believe that's a word, Potter. I think it's time for more kissing, and you have far too many clothes on, Harry said. With that, Potter gave a heave and sat up, forcing Draco upright as well. If you don't trust me not to ruin that fine shirt taking it off, you might want to do it yourself. I think, so this is our first, of course, dreary story, but even for us, kind of, we're newer to the couple, mm-hmm. but from what I've seen on a Tumblr and read about, they do have this like super playful yeah. banter, which It's I think so is, fun because they're nemeses. Yeah. And you kind of have like this strength of, of Harry meeting the strength of Draco mm-hmm. and both of them then can chill. Whereas with like Hermione and Draco, there was still like a bit of a power- I feel like they both had the way they prove. they were yeah. it was written yeah. yeah like well and you know what do they say that like love and hate are two sides of the same coin mm-hmm. so like the energy and attention it takes to be like to hate someone you know like all that like sarcastic energy flipped I think would still be present. This is uh, also like Monsters Inc. Right where they like think that it's <laughs> scaring is how you get the energy, but instead it's laughter. Oh, that's oh, right, yeah. Monster Cock Inc. <laughs> Is that bad? <laughs> it's too late. That's too good. I hope you never fathered I've ruined that. children's movies and Great. Harry Potter. Draco huffed, but he obediently reached back and gathered a handful of the fabric to slide it up over his head. To his surprise, Potter pulled him close by wrapping an arm around his waist and began to pepper biting kisses over his exposed hip bones. As Draco tossed the shirt, to hell with cashmere, and reached for his belt, he could barely maneuver himself out of his trousers with Potter grasping and clawing and kissing him all over. He felt devoured, but in a very good way. Potter tried to help with the removal of Draco's trousers, but ended up doing little more than hindering the process and nearly toppling them both off the bed. Draco found himself on his back again with Potter pulling off one of Draco's shoes with one hand and yanking at his trouser leg with the other. His determined expression gave Draco the chuckles, and it took even longer to divest Draco fully of trousers, shoes, and even socks, since Potter seemed to be nothing if not thorough. Potter managed to finally lose his own shirt in the process, although he seemed to have forgotten about the socks still on his feet. I was going to say, he better get those socks off quick. There is nothing more of a turn off than when a man wears socks in bed. Like all naked? All naked and just just socks. socks. This ad sponsored by the Elves of Hogwarts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, the House Elves of Hogwarts. Yeah. Yeah. Today's sponsor. Sick of your extra socks? Donate them. <laughs> it's not a ploy. Wait, what's the uh what comes to your house and picks up old clothing? Yeah, that. Purple Heart? Oh. <laughs> the house elves will yeah. come and get your extra socks. Yeah. Put all your socks in a garbage bag on your front porch. Draco, Potter growled before he kissed a path from Draco's knee up the inside of his thigh. Pot Harry. The name came out as a huff of breath as Potter's cheek grazed over Draco's cock. 
Hmm, that sounds nice. Potter pressed a kiss to the tip, then pushed himself up again to kiss Draco on the mouth. Tease, Draco complained when he could breathe again. Maybe I just like kissing you, Potter said. I'll have to say that I want a little bit more anger, aggression, and tension between this couple right now. I think it I would have liked... almost feels too tender. I would have... I don't know. Or like a bit of more of a struggle or a little more animosity and tension. I think before before they they got in bed, it would have been nice for him to be like, what? I don't like you. It's not like you're even gay. And then he's like, what do you mean? I didn't know you were like some like. Yeah. Like I wanted a little bit more buildup into the, like the tension. Every uh, every listener at home, no more (laughs) (laughs) buildup. That was probably the only two. The words shouldn't have made Draco blush, but he couldn't seem to help himself. Instead of admitting that he felt the same, he pulled Potter back into another snog. Potter's position atop him had their erections rubbing together, and they began a gentle, frotting motion that felt fabulous, with just enough friction to make Draco want more pressure and some lubrication. Oh, damn. Potter lifted his head. His glasses were skewed and smudged. Draco laughed and pulled them off before considering Potter's face. He looked nice, Draco supposed, although very unpotterly without them. Draco decided he liked the look more vulnerable and less heroic, if that made any sense at all. Our wands are back in there, and I, for one, would like some lubricant. Oh, hang on, Potter leaned up onto one arm and flung a hand out towards the opening in the drapes. Accio wand. And that's the end of the yeah. chapter. Should have gone okay. Accio lube, right? I guess it's a two-step. It's a two-step process. I, maybe so he doesn't gonna, have lube in the studio. So he's uh, probably going he's gonna to like create do a lube. lube spell. Yeah, lube spell. Lube spill. Wow. Lubiosa. Okay, 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 okay. When the episode ends, check your underpants. Are you wands up or down? My wand is up. Obviously, I had to take off my coat. I will agree with Lafive that... I, while I loved the like playfulness, I also really like tension in the story. I think I would have liked them to have a little more like in person, will they, won't they, of like, why'd you even come here last night? And like Draco not wanting to admit it. Mm-hmm. It felt like we like built all this stuff up and then they were just like, hee hee hee, oh, muscle me. Yeah. So, but wand still way up. I thought they had a lot of sexy lines. I love what's about to go down. Yeah, my wand is up. Mm-hmm. And same thing I said before. I mean, I love the interaction between them. I think it's great. I just would have loved a little bit more sexual tension so that we were feeling it, we were building up to it, and like we're like, boom, I want it. Um, but it's great. And <laughs> I love I love all the voices. <laughs> the, the Drake, uh-huh. who knew Draco was like in drama class and in Hogwarts, there, he must have I, I was picturing that, like, Draco did all of that, and then they, like, started getting undressed, and yeah. Harry tries to play along, and Draco's like, no. <laughs> like, he's like, that's just the thing I do. I'm the talent yeah. in this relationship. Yeah, Wanda's way up. I, I think it's been building up. I think they're, like, in the super safe space of his studio, and, you know, I think they, they both knew from that first kiss when he didn't push back mm. that, like, okay, we're doing this. So... I, I sort of also wish that this would have taken place that very night. But I guess Harry tried. Harry tried to flu. Tried to get a hold of him. Oh, and owl him for an hour. Yeah. Hutch really is like new owl who dis. He's trying to get a hold of him and he can't. Yeah. He sat outside. You know how like everything in the magical world from a muggle standpoint is like always a little bit back. Mm-hmm. Like they don't have like MP3s, right? They have some sort of like bizarre record player. Yeah. Like I just picture like a massive <laughs> record player outside. Over his head. The boombox. Yeah. Yeah. Like the scene was a John Cusack movie. Uh-huh. Say anything. Of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what did you think That's, that was? What did you think he was doing? She was just agreeing. I was just agreeing. Oh, I thought you were yeah. like, or. 
That reminds me of this. I was oh, yeah, trying to think yeah. of oh, yeah, the, yeah. the movie name. <sighs> Wasn't he, guys, we were, you may have seen two weeks ago at this point, we were at a Comic-Con and John Cusack was there. Remember? Did we, we see him? No, but he was like talking about those movies. That was like his panel. Oh, yeah. That just made me think of it. Yeah. Well, this was awesome. It's happening. I think he's got the lube in hand. There's only one place for this to go. He's They're going to throw it on the ground and slip and slide into each <laughs> T- other. Tickle fast in the middle of all the lube. <laughs> They're going to start developing some photos. It'll be like a wrestling match. Like, uh, what was the movie, Old School, where they yeah. don't they have like a big like lube fight? Yeah, lube pit. Lube fight. Um, well, cool. Well, let us know yeah, where let us know what you think. Uh, we were so excited that this is happening hot and heavy. And next week is the end of season three. Yes. Yeah. Wow, that was. Because you'll always be my dreary. I just want to do any song that has snaps usually. Okay, we'll let you go, guys. Thanks. Bye. Hey. Hey. No. Dick pic. For more erotic goodness, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Poderotica Podcast, or join our private Facebook group, The Poderotics. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit us at PoderoticaPodcast.com. And if you like what you're listening to, make sure you're subscribed, and if you're extra horny, leave a review. But only if it's nice. Ten points for nice reviews.